Welcome back to the Ride Boundless Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Ride Clean. And let me tell you something. You hear me talk about it all the time. It's an amazing product. It's a proven system. I've used it at the SEMA event, sold out. AIM Expo, sold out. And IMS was, I sold out twice. I actually left the place, got some more bottles, and completely sold out. It's a proven system. It's been time-tested. It's UV protection. It gives you a shine. Uh, it's simple to use. Simply shake, spray, and wipe, and, and you'll get a mirror-like finish. It's made in America, bottled in America, and it's in a great product. Check them out at rideclean.co. Use promo code. Use promo code. Code. RB Podcast for 15% off plus uh, free shipping, and they're throwing, out, they're throwing in two-ounce bottles. My guest is, uh, is, is, is one of my best friends. I've known him for almost 20 years. We used to sell cars back in the days. He came through and uh, was asking me about some uh, equipment, so we talked about the equipment I used, and we ended up doing a podcast, and we talked about a lot of good things. Uh, he's my best friend. He's a musician. He's creative. He's a renaissance man, and to top it off, he did the introduction for the Ride Boundless podcast, my good friend, Alex Torres. I'm pushing record. Are you? I might even publish this. Yeah, yeah, because you're asking valid uh, information. You shouldn't have told me that, by the way. It just would have been a more natural. Yeah, no, no, it'll still be natural. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it'll be natural. So Alex came over and he's asking about equipment because he wants to start a show. We won't talk about the name or the idea of the show because one of you motherfuckers will take it. So we're gonna keep it clean. And um, you know, I'm going over right now. We're using the Zoom H8 with pod mics. We have our headphones on. How, how, how's this experience been? We've been talking for at least 10, 15 minutes unrecorded. It's been eye-opening and ear-opening at the same time, if that makes sen- any sense. Makes perfect sense. Um, I was but why? T- why why ear-opening for, the, ear for opening, the people listening? The moment we sat down and you said, put these on, I was like, okay, it's going to sound great. It's going to sound really good, obviously. But as soon as we put these on, I I started hearing some sort of background noise, some white noise. Yeah, and you're like, oh, it's probably the heater that's the heater. interacting with that device, right? And then you turned it off now, and it's just so laser focused. I feel like I'm talking to you. I feel like there's an audience. So, so what you're talking about is, uh, and just to catch everybody up, is is using the headphones. Why we use the headphones and the reason behind the headphones yeah. is because you would hear what the listeners hear, exactly. And, and and that little noise that we wouldn't even pay attention to if we didn't have the headphones. We now are like, wait, what the fuck is that sound? Sure. Or the rattling my mic was doing before I started recording. It was like, where the fuck's that coming from? That would be bugging the fuck out of the listener. Oh, absolutely. If Especially it, when you're in a car or something like that. Or, or fucking, you know, you have your AirPods on and you're in the gym. Absolutely. Or, How many times have you been in your car and you throw on a YouTube a video and you're like, fuck, the content is great. But you have to like put the volume up extra high because the fucking audio is not, you know, good quality. Right. Or it's like super loud. You have to lower it. Yeah. You have to adjust it. And then, you know, your phone only has so much that it can do. It doesn't have the ability of like a mixer where you can like, you know, bring the treble down, the bass up. That that stuff that you can kind of fuck with in post-production. Yeah. You know. For sure. You, you could do a so little maybe, bit. So maybe, and I kind of see the whole point of like interrupting. I, I, I Now you're more, so this makes it more conscious. It, it, makes, it makes you, the, 
the speaker and the host more conscious of like conversation and how it's an art. Right. And how it's like a, you know, it's like a dance, right? Like music. You know, you don't want to go on a song and play too much fucking guitar. You want to play tasteful notes, you know, hand selected notes. And I feel like this conversation, it's the same way, you know, it's the same thing. Hold on. I, and yeah. then that's the other thing. You can hook up the Bluetooth. Hi, baby. Yep. Should I wait for you or leave? Uh, no, leave, baby. Okay, my love. Yeah, it makes it makes you more conscious of conversation and how it's like it's supposed to be a two way thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and and you'd be surprised how distracted people get even having a conversation like I have a lot. Actually, you've told me before I have a lot of conversations that just get pulled to the side. Yeah, because you think of a question while the person's talking or you think of something while the person's talking and the person's going one way. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as there's a moment, you know, where you're waiting for that silence, you jump in with, wait a minute, what about this? Or this reminds me of that. And then you get so far off topic that, you know, you're like, wait a minute, I got to pull that back in, which is another part of interviewing that, you know, people have to get better at, or I have to get better at. That's a part of also, it's a reflection of life. You know, like I was playing checkers yesterday with an old, like, you know, an old friend of my dad, this old Cuban guy, uh, he's like an uncle, and he's a master at fucking checkers. And I was like, eh, checkers is like the baby version of chess, you know, like, no. But it's a, it's so funny because, like, you're supposed to think, you know, two, three steps ahead. And each each option leads you down a you know different outcome. Right. And then sometimes you forget. You forget the, you know, you visualize, okay, if I go here, he's going to go here. And then this is going to be the outcome, right, the, or the potential outcome of this move. And sometimes you forget the thought process behind that and you like you get lost. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry if I went down a weird tangent with no, that one, no, but no, it's no. the same thing. So yeah. like I'll hear a Joe Rogan interview. Who? Joe, uh, some guy, some bald headed uh, gorilla guy. Some UFC commentator or something. I heard about Yeah, it. yeah. No, but like uh, I've, I've heard, I've seen several episodes with Joe Rogan where the same thing happens. He'll have an interesting guest and the guest will be like, let me tell you this, you know, story about this one time I, you know, I did this super interesting thing, and then Joe Rogan will get sidetracked, and then they forget to yeah. type that back in. You're like, what the fuck? I wanted to hear what that guy wanted to say, you know, what he had to say. Yeah, I, I hear that, and, I, and I've done that a lot. I've done that a lot, and I think I've gotten a little bit better at pulling the conversations back, especially like you know the first episodes up to twenty. Um, you know, I'll I'll like be proud of myself, you know, because we'll get off topic for like ten minutes, and I'll be like, wait a minute, but back to what you were saying and yeah. it's like oh yeah you know yeah you you start noticing those moments you start Absolutely. paying attention and that's just part of doing this over and over and over again yeah that's really fucking cool man i'm telling you this has been a cool experience for sure so so what do you think uh your setup would be you think it'd be the h the zoom with <clears throat> the pod mics or you think it'd be the road wireless goes hooked up to the camera what, what are you what are you thinking i'm thinking keeping it simple like you said right don't overthink it i think as i want to try to keep it as mobile as possible so i would go with this h7 h8 h8 and the road to uh the road to little uh, what are they called the wireless mics the wireless mics the road wireless go yeah version two yeah you see how you hear like those cop sounds yeah. and shit like mm-hmm. that in the background but yeah. if we didn't have the headphones you never would know that yeah, sorry. We're smoking a cigarette. Or a cigar. Or weed. Yeah. Some substance. 
and I can hear my lisp a lot more, <laughs> which yeah. is fucking weird. Well, then you, you practice more your, yeah. your talking. You know what's and- crazy? You're right. It makes you more conscious of the way you're speaking. Not only that, one thing I've, I've learned to like admire about at first, it was kind of weird, but, um, Elon Musk, they'll ask him a question and he'll take like 30 seconds. Yeah, he'll, that? he'll think about it. The the uh, the dean at Pepperdine would do that, bro. You ask him a question. How are you doing? He'll stay silent for a minute, an awkward minute, and it's just the longest minute in the world. And he'll be. You can see him calculating shit. Be like, you know, with today's forecast. And the presence of the students here, I'm 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 doing great, and I'm and it makes me happy seeing everybody. Like you know, it, it's not like you're expecting that. Yeah, it's not like hey, how you doing? Good, you know, because how you doing is such a bullshit, fucking, you know, question. Like hey, how you doing? Good, bro. Yeah, no, no nobody gives a fuck. I agree. That that's like the least thing that you can say. That that's what we do as a, a courtesy to be humans. You know, how you doing? Good. Yeah. You know, inside that person's crushed or destroyed or financially fucked up or needs help or sure. something but we're, we're programmed yeah yeah, yeah yeah how you doing it's it's the biggest bullshit i feel the same way about the question what do you do or what do you do for a living i can't stand that question why because you're essentially asking the person how do you pay your bills or how do you make money when someone asks the question what do you do I, I, I feel like you, you instantly relate it to how do I pay my bills? Well, at least that's the way I process it. How do you pay your bills? Or how do you how do you earn money? Yeah. I think a better question is like, what are you passionate about? You know, what makes you happy? What makes you driven or whatever, you know? Yeah, the, it, it's a question to judge you. You know, yeah. it's a very easy question to judge you. I, I had a friend of mine. He did, um, he made good money, but he was a truck dispatcher you know so he would do you know he would call companies or bid on companies uh loads and then he would call a bunch of truck drivers broker it and then he would make money in the middle and he was like i hate my fucking title i make great money but you know we're at a nightclub and you go to a girl like hey what do you do you know well, i'm a truck dispatcher Ooh. Yeah. you know i'm a fucking whatever you know the case is i'm a podcaster Ooh, you know Whatever the case is, yeah. but it's it's just the it, they're asking you a question just to judge you, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, that that is a pretty fucked up question. Yeah, I can't stand it. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. I had one guy reach out to me, an old old buddy of mine. We used to work at a Sprint Nextel. It was actually Nextel, and then Sprint bought them over uh, at the Beverly Center. Ben, he called me up one time, and he's like, "What do you do, bro?" And I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, what do you do? What are you doing to make money? What do you do? Like, I need to know what do you do? I see you traveling. I see you do this. What do you do? I go, just hustling, man. You know, a little of this. A little. Bro, you have to tell. Like, he just called me because it it just drove him nuts that, you know, he couldn't figure out what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, just, you know, everything. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I have no answer for you. Like, yeah. this is actually a rude question. Let me go fuck off. Yeah, yeah. You know, and actually, that was the last conversation I had with him. But he was like, what do you tell me? That Tell guy, me. That guy had no sort of interest in disguising that question, which is I feel like what everybody is doing, yeah. right? They're disguising 
their judgment or their fucking metric to judge you with the question, what do you do? Yeah. You know, at least he was like, fucking tell me what you do to make your money to travel and do all the shit that you're talking. You know, at least he was fucking being transparent in a sense versus like, you know, asking somebody, what do they do? And it's just like, why, what are you going to do with that information? You're going to judge me. Based off well, of like, yeah, you know. well, what's interesting is I don't think people ask it to judge. It's just naturally they're going to judge after they find out what sure. you're doing. It's like that yeah. question you said, like, you know, how, how are you doing? Yeah. It's, it's like a courtesy, a human kind of, you know, standard question that you ask other people. But I just don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like the way that that question feels or makes me feel. Yeah. And it might be a personal thing, you know, but. Yeah. The, 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 the other side to it is. <clears throat> is I, I've kind of concluded to what you're, you're only good to people if you can offer them something, sure. you know, what, what do you offer? You know, um, I have a podcast. I offer, I want to interview you. I want to hear your story. I want to hear this. Uh, I'm a plumber. I can fix your shit. You know, like what, what if, if you have something, yeah. what can you offer the world? You know, that that's, that's what's going to help you keep relationships. Sure. You know, you're like, do you need work? Are, are you hiring? Are you, uh, do you have, you know, a hustle? Whatever the case is, yeah. it's what you offer to people. Yeah. And, and that's what's going to help keep a stronger relationship. And that's, you know, something that I caught myself asking, you know, a few years back. And it's like, fuck, man, I, I meet elite people. I meet great people. But what, what do I have to offer them? Yeah. You know, and that, that's what you have to find out in life. Well, if I start building custom tables, then I, I can offer, t- you know, furniture. If I, you know, start making knives or, you know, fix them or get old knives and fix them up and resell them. What do you offer people? Yeah. And maybe sometimes that's what people are trying to ask. Like, hey, you know, nice meeting you. What do you, what do, you do? Maybe we can do some business together. True. Yeah. But it just leads to that. Yeah. Well, fuck, I'm not doing nothing right now. And it feels like shit. It's a reflection. Maybe it's a reflection that it bothers you so much because you currently fucking are not doing what you want to do. Yeah. And you're doing a bunch of other stuff that you That's shouldn't absolutely do. absolutely what it is. And, and you're like, fuck you. You know, people yeah, are like, yeah. hey, what do you do? You fuck you, man. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the person's like, what the fuck is wrong with that motherfucker? Yeah, I just you know? fucking asked him, how is he doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, how are and, you? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> motherfucker, man. That, I can't stand that fucking question. Go fuck your mom. Like, whoa. Oh, but again, it, no, man, it makes total sense. And I think going back to, cause I know, you know, you and I share a lot of things in common. And I think the whole, like, you know, analogy you're saying, well, maybe I can make this thing and I can offer this thing to people or the, you know, make a table or whatnot. I feel like that's been my thought process for the majority of my adult life. And now I'm getting to a place where like, I don't have to make a thing for somebody you know this is who i am i have obviously we all have certain qualities that can be utilized in different areas right but essentially it all leads back to that fucking question like what do you do how do you make how do you make your money you know i think that becomes irrelevant once you kind of break through that that way of thinking the the how you get money how you make money is irrelevant Right? right, because you're way more than how you make money. Right. So if I call you, Robert, what are you doing to make money? That is irrelevant. Yeah. To my relationship, I, I with throw. You. I, I, I'm a truck driver. Exactly. You know, I'm a trash truck driver. I'm much more interested in, hey, where are you going next? M- oh shit, you're going to Cuba yeah. next month. That's or what do you? Awesome. What, do, what do you do? You're a father, or you're, you exactly. know, whatever. How's your son? And you know, what you guys do last week? Or blah blah blah. What you do my, for Father's Day? My my favorite is um, 
is like, uh, you know, Mark, you know, yeah. we're fucking good friend Mark. You know, he drove trash cans. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. He drove. He eats ass, a lot of ass. Uh, he, he does eat plenty of ass. But, uh, you know, before he had the accident, he was driving a truck doing garbage, yeah. you know, and, and he loved this fucking job. He, he loved, loved this fucking job. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing more that he wanted to do than to heal and, and get out of that. And, you know, I've heard comments from mutual people that we know. They'd be like, oh, that's a shitty job or that's a stupid job. But these people had no education. They had no job. They had, uh, bro- like, they had debts their credit was fucked up sure and they're judging him and you're judging somebody and you're judging a guy that's making great money that loves doing his fucking job yeah and and thinking oh bro it's just so fucking silly it's, it's bullshit you're judging someone based off of your perception of where you should be right and then you say oh you know oh you're not at the place where i think you should be or whatever yeah. you know what i mean like and it's fucking total bullshit. It really is. It, it's, you know? It's, another example that I, I read a post. Um, it was like a meme or one of those fucking long posts. And it's mm-hmm. like, Sally went to fucking UCLA and paid fucking $80,000 for her bachelor's, blah, 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 blah. Sally thinks, uh, you know, people that don't have an education are stupid. Sally currently doesn't have a job and is at a bar. Steve is a fucking you know, mechanic, he went to a fucking trade school and is a mechanic and makes $50 an hour. And he just bought Sally a beer and fucked her. <laughs> you know, like fucking what? Like, 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 you know, it was stupid, but obviously I don't remember exactly how it was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of like that. But bro, like another part of it is why do we even give a fuck what people say? Absolutely. That's the other fucking thing. Like it's back to, you know, our self-reflection. Yeah. Probably Mark was aware that fucking some people were talking shit about his job. He doesn't give a fuck, man. He doesn't give a fuck because what Mark... He was paying his bills and living his life and fucking Mark, out in the world and eating and drinking and doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Mark. Let me tell you something about Mark, bro. And I, I know you're going you're gonna to agree with this. Mark lives every single day of his life doing the things that he enjoys. Yeah. He eats fucking the food that he likes, right? Right. He's always eating yummy food. He fucks the girl he wants he, to fuck. He fucks. He parties. I'm guaranteed he fucks every single day, right? Oh, every for single sure. Night. He drives the car that he wants to drive. He Absolutely. loves that fucking BMW. He has the Harley. He wanted to fucking <clears throat> ride. He customized the bike the way he wanted to customize Absolutely. it. Absolutely. He does it all. And Mark has no... I'm sure. Like We're, we're all fucking human, right? Yeah. I'm sure he has some area in his life that he wishes you know could be better, right? But Mark is living his fucking best life. Yeah. Every time I, I see Mark, it's just like he's always fucking smiling. Always I'm smiling. Like, bro, you're always fucking smiling. I fucking miss Mark, man. I mean, I miss him too, bro. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to Mark, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's, you know, that's fucking cool. And then here comes a fucking come mierda, right? Yeah. Who's like, oh, you fucking drove trash trucks for a living? Yeah. Oh, you're this or you're that. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Who the fuck are you to Mark judge? is fucking having the time of his life. And freedom. And 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 happy doing it. Yeah, that's a reflection of 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 humanity, where we're at as humans, bro. And I feel like we're getting to a place where we're slow. There's still a lot of fucking bullshit that we're dealing with, because I feel like we're torn between like two different, two main different fucking thought processes, processes. But 
for the most part, I feel like we're heading in a it good. It sounded term. like you said it right the first time, not the second time. I think processes is like a more like technical, like scientifical term. Yeah, well, since heard, you said the word science. I yeah, I heard it. Reggie Watts say that that yeah. word once, but I feel like we're heading in a, in a good direction, which is like basically stop asking people what they do, embrace. I don't think people will ever stop asking that. But but look, especially like what in I mean town, by that, like like bro, bro, you gotta understand, <clears throat> this goes back thousands of years of course like people's last names were their job titles you know coleman hey the fucking oh hey, you're the coleman uh yeah. iron worker you know whatever like people has last names that were their job titles yeah you know but i think now there's the smiths over there you know they were fucking, for sure for sure and i think that's good yeah you're right that's still gonna exist but for the most part life should be more so focused on what makes you happy yeah are you happy Right? That's a good question to ask yourself every day. Are, am I happy? Yeah. And if you're not happy, what the fuck are you doing that's not making you that's making you unhappy? I, you know, I, I think the number one thing for that is um, I think people fall in debt and then they get these jobs they don't want and then they don't want to quit those jobs. My, my older brother was was in that scenario where fucking 18 years he worked a shitty fucking job. And he hated it, man. And it was draining him. And I told him, bro, quit, 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 quit. He never fucking quit. And then he got into an issue. They suspended him. And then they it was a bullshit suspension. And then they ended up cutting him. And basically, the, the short version of it was he was already upgraded in pay so many times that he yeah. was at the highest value. And the company realized, well, we can just bring in a new person at a lower rate and get rid of him. Holy so shit. they got rid of him. They just cut him. Yeah. And um, and he thought his life was over. He really thought his life was over. And I told him, bro, you should have done this a long time ago. And, and he was like, no, my life is over. My life is over. Mm-hmm. Now it's been like three years, four years. He's had the best life he's ever had. Yeah. He's been traveling more. He has his little side hustles. He's been you know, spending time with his kids. He's been spending time with the wife. He's been traveling South America. He's living. He's in better health. He's in better spirit. He's yep. smiling more. He's smoking weed. You know, he's just living a better life. And, and bro, people get trapped. There was an interview I heard, and, and they said this comment that I was like, fuck, man. People, they get stuck in these jobs. The highlight of their fucking day is when they go to the bathroom to take a shit and they check their social media. That's their highlight of the fucking day. That's rough. Their bell to bell is like, fuck, man, I got to take a shit. They go and they catch up on social media like, oh, my God, this is so fucking great. Oh, yeah, this is great. Oh, look at this person. Look at that. Why is that person traveling? Why is that person? You know, I'm going to call Robert. What are you doing? What are you doing, Robert? What are you? <laughs> you know what? I Because yeah. they're, they're fucking miserable. That's rough. And people don't change that. And the other problem with that, why that happens in the U.S. more than anywhere else is because we have credit. You know, it's yeah. like it's like. A buddy of mine, Diego, once told me, he goes, anybody can get a new car. You go to a dealership, run your credit, get a new car. The problem is, can you pay for that fucking car for five years every fucking month? Sure. You know, most people can probably get a house, but can you pay your house off every month for 30 years? Yeah. And the fact that if you fuck up once in 30 years, you'll lose your house, that's yeah, pretty yeah. fucked up. It is fucked up. So we get in these debts with credit cards, with cars, with motorcycles, with fucking hobbies, equipment, etc., and then all of a sudden we get stuck doing stuff that we don't want to fucking do yeah. and, and we're miserable and we're like fucking shitty people. And then somebody says, hey, what are you doing? We're like, fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, <laughs> motherfucker. Nice way to tie it all in. <laughs> you know, but that, that, that's what it concludes to. You see, you see how I've been practicing oh, that yeah, and bringing that's, it that's back? That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great, bro. 
No, it definitely. I think what you described is perspective. Like you, you, when your perspective changes, when you have like that that moment where you're like, your brother was like, "Wait, you're fucking right. I didn't need that job, and yeah. now I'm happy." And now and I'm it doing- took him. It took him three months. Yeah, you know, he thought he was gonna lose his house in three months. He thought he was gonna fucking lose his car in three months. Sure. And, and guess what? He almost did. He almost sure. did, but Bro, that's he fucking borrowed life. money and he fucking hustled and he put it together and he made some good moves and bro, now it's, he's. It's fucking that. It's that Chinese proverb or uh, yeah, Chinese proverb where it's like I'm not gonna get into detail, but basically it's maybe so, maybe not. You yeah. know, today you might be like, "Fuck, my life's fucking over. My fucking credit is fucking shitty." Blah blah blah. Whatever the case may be. The following day, your fucking credit shoots up 50 points. You get a phone call from your friend saying, hey, I got some work for you. And then it's like, then that whole fucking mindset that you were in and maybe, changes completely. Yeah, and right? maybe it's not the following day, but guess what? Time's not going to stop. Absolutely. And, and a year from now, it's still going to come. And and if you build something or you work on something, you know, from here to a year, because yeah. that year's time's going to ha- you know, happen, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, oh, shit, I'm good. Absolutely. I started, you know, fucking selling shit on eBay or, you know, I I, I went on YouTube and, you know, fucking did yeah. these Amazon weird deals and shit. No, for sure. You know, and, 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 and that's the other thing where where Joe Rogan actually said another, another he says a lot of cool shit, but he said another fucking thing that was um, we are living the best at, from the whole human race. You know, uh, existence. This is the best time to ever be alive. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Technology, job opportunity, um, cool futuristic gadgets. Life expectancy. expectancy fucking, expectancy. I got uh, yeah, like life ex- ex- Yeah, exactly. Whatever you said. <laughs> fucking, I got a watch that opens up my garage and closes my garage, and I could track my fucking. You know, bro, it, we are living in the greatest time 100%. ever in in, in, the, in the human history. Mm-hmm. You know. And and maybe and maybe it's gonna get better, and I'm sure it's gonna get better. But you don't look. Cash, you know, again, another best friend of mine. Cash started a fucking website that I I kind of almost even made fun of, you know, fucking two three years ago. And I know people they were like, "What? Like, what are you talking about? He he does what with pets and takes a picture of a pet and puts it on a portrait? Blah blah blah." Bro, he's li- he's been living on the beach in Mexico for almost a year now. All right. Before that, he did some traveling. And he's living, bro, he's fucking, he's like another Mark. Yeah. He's happy. He's smiling every time I Who talk to him. Who wouldn't be, bro? He's living the life. He's living the fucking life, man. No. Good food, fucking nice condo on the beach, fucking, you know, girls all the time. Like, he's living his best life. He is. That, you know? That's exactly what I was thinking about when he told me the, your brother's story. Yeah. Uh, Cash is another one. You were telling me right before that move, he was thinking about getting a house in Palm Springs. <laughs> Right, you told me yeah, that story. Yeah, he he opened up the website and and he said, you know, I'm gonna get a nice four bedroom house in Palm Desert and Palm Desert. Yeah, because they're you know like for four grand, I get like a big fucking place. I'm gonna get my 85 inch TV and I'm gonna get my Range Rover and life's gonna be good. Yeah. And I told him like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? That that's gonna be life's good. Yeah. How about you don't and travel for the night? I told Mark this, and I know more than likely I'm gonna publish. I told Mark this. I go, Mark, cut your ties with whoever you got to cut your ties with. Focus on yourself. You know, focus on your diet. Focus on your health. Focus on your hobbies. Focus on what you want to do. Start making a plan. And as soon as your your case closes, 
just leave the country for three months. Just get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here and, and go to a fucking beach and decide what you're, you're going to do. Yeah. Because you're going to get trapped with somebody. You're going to get trapped with a job. You're going to get trapped with the family business. You're going to get trapped with something. And then guess what? You're going to be doing something that you didn't want to fucking do. And you're going to regret it because you didn't take the time to think about it. Yeah. And that's what people don't do. They don't spend the time to think about what the fuck I want to do. There's too many people influencing you, especially when you have family. No, you should focus on the family business or you should do this or you should do that. Yeah, you can help, but that shouldn't control you or, or a partner or a fucking girlfriend or a wife or shit, man. Fucking kids, whatever the fucking case is. You should be, bro, we only get one fucking life. Absolutely. That's it. it. It's the only thing we get one of is one life and one body. And if you don't take care of those things. Were we telling me how many summers do we get? Fucking Eddie Murphy had that little post. He says uh, the average person has about like that they can like live and do things yeah. is about 75 years of doing their own things. That means 75 it. summers, there 75 winters, 75 springs, 75 falls. And most of us are past half of that. That's deep. That's fucking beyond deep. And if people don't realize 70, all we get is 75 summers. I mean, that by itself. So if you know you only have 25 more summers left, aren't you going to make the best out of it? That puts a fire. Ish, that should put a fire under your ass. That should put a Instantly. fire in everybody's ass. Instantly. But we don't think about it like that. We, we think don't. like 75 years. That's so long, man. Fuck, man. I can't even imagine what 75 years would be. Oh, bro, when I'm 75. Fuck when you're 75. That was another thing. Landmark. Landmark teaches you the now moment. You know, you, you want to live on your story. Oh, my life sucks and I fucking regret it. And I'm older and I didn't do this and I didn't do that. And this happened to me and life is complicated. You live that fucking story. You're, you're not living that present moment. You're just living in the past. You're living a fucking traumatizing story that's going to get you nowhere. You know, and since we're talking about famous people and quotes and everything else, Ryan Reynolds, you know, fucking said, and worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. You know? Fuck. Yeah, those are the fucking things that it's easy to complain, but Absolutely, nobody bro. cares. Nobody cares. Guess what? I say, how you doing? You're like, fuck you. Oh, he's got problems. I'm going to continue living my life. I'm happy. Cash Absolutely. is still going to be at the fucking beach. Absolutely. The way I see it, the way I've, I, I put it into perspective in my head is everybody has their movie, right? You're living in your movie right now. You're the main character to your movie, and, and I'm the main character in my movie. Everybody else in your life is either a supporting role or a background actor, right? At the end of the day, when I leave tonight, I go back into my movie and you go back into yours, right? Right now we're having an interaction where we're coexisting in our in our reality, right? In our own reality. My whole thing is you need to stop and, and I have to take this advice as well because oftentimes kid like you said, kids, partners, parents, whatnot, family, friends. They like to weigh in on your life. Oh, you should be here. or You should do this or you should go to school for this. Right. But at the end of the day, it's it goes back to the 75 summers. Right. We're living our life based on other people's perception of where we should be. When in when in reality, we should just be focused on what makes us happy. The whole legacy thing, I'm torn because, you know, you told me once about about the kids situation. They're going to get to an age where their well, their movie begins, right? Yeah, their life begins. Well, let, let me jump in and tell that story real quick. Okay. 
So that that's that's when I was raising my 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 first uh, my first child Nicholas and I and I loved to death and I raised him from ten months to the age of six eighty percent of the time his mom was traveling doing jobs as that and we were going to court back and forth back and forth back and forth and I fought my ass off for Nicholas okay and still we'll fight for him but one of my clients uh, I don't know about six years ago told me because he knew the whole situation he knew his mother and everything else and i was late because you know i had nicholas and that 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 that. and he's like what are you doing with your life and i go what do you mean you know about nicholas what are you doing with your life and i go oh i'm gonna fight for him he's my son i'm gonna spend time with him fucking 24 7 i'm gonna be the father blah 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 he goes robert this court will never end this woman will never stop you're gonna spend your life fighting for this child and you know what's going to happen? He's going to turn 18 years old, where you're saying the beginning of his movie will start. He'll move away. He'll go to college. He'll get a girlfriend. He'll start living his life, and you'll be 18 years older. You'll be 18 years older, and you have lost your life. This is the time to make money. The worst-case scenario, he's with his mom. He's with his mom. Let him be with his mom. Let her have him and live your fucking life. Yeah. And it was at that moment that, you know, I, I did, I stopped, you know, appealing and going into the courts and this, that, that, that. And it was at that point I got into the relationship and it was at that point that I had a child. It was at that point that I started a business, a podcast, a fucking this partnered up with fucking family. It was at that point. But if he didn't tell me that I probably still would have been fucking working. You saw me. I had, of course. I had two fucking jobs. I had two businesses. I couldn't focus on one. I was doing a little bit of bartending. I was selling franchises. I was fucking selling cars. I was buying cars, flipping cars. Yeah. It was absurd. It was absurd. You know, I was picking up my son at different daycares and babysitters and nannies and trying to figure out family who can take care of him. It was difficult. If I would have continued that path, I, I wouldn't be here today. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. And that that's the thing that people don't realize. You need to. You can't think about what if, what if, kind of like back to that Chinese thing. You can't think, well, maybe it won't work out or maybe this won't happen or maybe this won't turn out to that. You just got to do it. You got to do it. You got to take the fucking plunge. And if it doesn't work out, well, fuck it. It didn't work out. Bro, that's the number one thing. And and this is what Roland Sands was talking about that, that I kept bringing up. You know, it's like, it's like you have to fail. If you're not failing, you're not trying. And, and you have to fucking take that risk. You have to continue experiencing. You have to continue changing your products. You got to continue changing your services. You got to continue bettering yourself. If you don't continuously better yourself and, and try different things, you're going to be stuck in that same shithole. And Absolutely. this was a big problem in the United States for, for a long time, man. You look at like Mad Men and you look at all the depression and shit and the drinking and smoking and people working that same fucking job and pissing themselves. Like they were depressed. Yeah. You know, they were super depressed, but people finally found a way to break out of that. Some people, some people don't. Yeah. Some people some continue people living choose. the same fucking, exactly. you know, the same fucking story over and over and over and want to blame everybody else except for themselves. Absolutely. I've done that. Sh- I still do that. I want to do this video. How come, how come I'm not doing video? Oh, because I got to set up a fucking camera and I got to do this and I got to do that. You know how I many people every time after every podcast I do, they go, how come you didn't do video? It would have been awesome if you would have done video. If people would have saw you guys smoking and talking, drinking yeah. Cuban coffee and blah, blah, it would have been awesome. But I make up the excuse of, well, I got to set up a camera and then I got to sync it into the fucking iMovies. We are our own worst enemy. Sure. Sure. 
And the worst thing is when you cohabitate yourself with people that are stuck oh, in the old fuck. model, right? In the old wavelength. And that's the worst. Because, I mean, every day is like, fuck, I'm trying to better myself and move forward. And then you have people that are just complaining about. Keeping you down. They're just complaining about the most pettiest shit. You know, my newest thing that, you know, and you might say it's cruel or whatever, but honestly, it feels great. My newest thing is when somebody approaches me with a complaint about their life and it's petty, I just tell them straight out, I don't want to hear it. Like, you know, I'm so sorry. I, I get that you're going through something, but I really don't give a fuck. And it's, and, and, hear me out. No, my, no, I, I dig it. My sister called me the other day to complain about the same shit that she's complained about for fucking years now, right? And it was mostly like family stuff. Hey, mom, something happened at mom's house. And, you know, my daughter got into a beef with with uh, our nephew, my, my brother's kid, and, and blah, 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 and, you know, whatever, right? Long, drawn-out story. And at the end of it, I was like, Janet, I'm sorry, but I really don't care. If you guys are not willing to fucking stop being petty and move forward, I don't want to be the sponge absorbing your fucking, you know, yeah, your it drop. drains your, people. It drains people for sure. And she told, and she basically like, she was like, all right, well, I, you know, I understand. And she hasn't called me any longer for any petty shit. Now it's like, she'll call me for something, you know, that a normal sister would call you for. Yeah. And it's important. It's important to set boundaries in life, bro. You know, or else. Well, that, just, that's another thing that I tell people a lot. Learn how to say no. Learn how to say no. People say yes too much and they agree to shit they don't want to do. Hey, can you help me move? Y yeah. And then you're like, fuck, man, I got to help this person move. Yeah. and I don't want to fucking do it. And, and then you don't even care about the fucking move. And then I'm like, well, fuck, bro. You're, I thought you were going to help me out and blah, yeah. blah, blah. It would have been just so much easier to just say no. No. You know, and that's that's a hard thing for people to say. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get the yeah, yeah, yeah people like, hey, oh, you, sure. you, let's meet up this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or let yeah, me yeah, see yeah. what's up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me see what's up. Uh, I think I could do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then they fucking end up flaking. You're like, dude, you could have just said no, said and no. it would have been better for you. It would have been better for me. It would have been better for everybody. But yep. people don't know how to fucking say no. One hundred percent, bro. 100%. And you're guilty of that shit too, of bro. Of course. Of fucking course. like, hey, bro, you coming in? Yeah, fucking no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure, bro? You don't have to. You know, blah, blah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then absolutely, all of a sudden, not to call you out, but I am calling you out because I'm guilty of you're it. You're totally calling and me we're out. We're all fucking guilty of it. No, for sure. And I and I think it's I think part of it is that human kind of like innate fucking response where you're just like you want to to be there, right, for your family, for your friends. For your loved ones but it's much easier if you're just fucking honest it's much easier i think it's much more respectable you say you say no then it's like okay fuck it you know people respect that's the other part of it but you know what ego has to be out the window with that 100 percent when you say no if the other person on the receiving end has a fucking huge ego let's say and and you say oh you know what i i can't do that thing for you then that person could be like oh you know what fuck alex Fuck Robert. Yeah, who cares? You know what I'm saying? But no, no, no. But th th it's it's still the same thing because if you say yes and then don't do it, it's still fuck you because now you fucking put the hopes up. That's a good point. You know, my point is is if you say no at the right time, because it, 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 it everything's about timing. If you say no at the right time, yeah, people respect the no for sure. 
You know, like like you know, my 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 wife's uh, family, they they always fucking try to feed me, and I'm like, I'm I'm like, I'm kind of tired of food, bro. I know it sounds weird, but I'm like tired of eating shit and feeling guilty. Like, why the fuck did I eat this? Yeah. And now I'm like, nope, nope. I'm, I'm trying keto. Nope. Oh, I'm trying to eat less. Nope. Yeah. And I've been saying no so many times that now the rumor is, wow, look how disciplined he is. Look, he's sticking to his diet. Look, he's sticking to this. He's sticking yeah. to that. And people start like, wow, Guillermo. Guillermo, bro, he's a piece of shit when it comes to his gym time. Yeah. He works out at 5 o'clock. If I call him out, he'll call me. Hey, we working out at 5? Working out at 5. Cool. If I call him up and I say, bro, I'm running about 20 minutes late, he'll be like, oh, well, fuck you, bro. I'm going to go home and work out by myself. Yeah. I'm like, bro, 20 minutes, bro. Nope. That's discipline. Nope. Nope. He works out at his fucking time. And now he's done it so much that I know that if I don't make it home by 5 o'clock, I'm going to miss that workout. Yeah. You know, yeah. and his, and his food selection is fucking pretty brutal, right? You told me he eats like bland chicken with not to call yeah. you out. Guillermo. Yeah. Oh yeah, he eats scraps, bro. Yeah, he eats scraps, and, like and he, he, you know, he my, knows he knows what he needs to achieve his goals. Yeah, and he'll stick to that, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's funny because my mom told me once. She goes, uh, "You you cook too good," and I go, well, "What do you mean?" She goes, "You cook too good." Stop cooking this good, like this flavorful. Yeah, and I go, "Why?" And she goes, "You'll eat less." You know, if you fucking cook like that makes chicken, sense. that reminds curry, me, potatoes, bro, and blah 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 blah, you're gonna eat all of it. Tell me it, you've seen. I'm sorry, not yeah. to cut you off. N- tell me you've seen the fucking video online, the recent one, where this girl explains her diet, and she's like, "I'm gonna show you how I lose weight." She eats fucking cat food, bro. Have you seen that? No. It's some Asian it's chick. Fucking gross. She eats cat food. Okay. Yeah. And she like adds like this probiotic powder into it. And as she's scooping it up into her mouth, you could see the fucking anguish in her face. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's not that bad. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. But kind of like. But what's the point of that? The point of that is <laughs> that's the extreme version of what your mom said. Yeah. To make food not that flavorful. Yeah. My mom was just saying, don't use salt. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just like put this chick boiled is chicken. fucking cat food, bro. Yeah. But you could do that with chicken, bro. You could just boil chicken. And when yeah. and when you just boil chicken, you know, it's boil disgusting. sudado. It's disgusting. Yeah, you're going to take like four or five bites and be like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. But if you put salsa and guacamole yeah, and cheese. salt and cheese and oh. fucking sprinkle some Parmesan and yeah, yeah. have some side of potatoes and that's all in front of you, bro, you're going to eat, you're gonna eat more, more than what you're supposed to. True. True. And that's the other problem. We eat so much. Like, I hate, like, two things that I concluded to. Uh, breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. No. Okay? Brec- the actual word breakfast is not the most important meal of the mm-hmm. day. The most important meal of the day is the first food you eat. Doesn't Absolutely. mean you it's have to eat. when you break it. your fast. It's when you break your fast. Mm-hmm. So if you eat at 4 o'clock in the afternoon... What you eat after that fast, that is the most important. But to wake up and eat breakfast is bullshit. And that all comes from advertisement and marketing and cereal companies and milk companies and coffee saying, oh, breakfast is the most important meal. Bro, I swear to you, I got to a point where I was eating breakfast and I was like, I don't, I'm not even hungry. Why am I making eggs? Yeah. Why am I making bacon? Like what? I haven't had breakfast in like three years. Actually, I just saw a post. Somebody eating breakfast looks so fucking good. Breakfast but, um, for dinner is a different thing. I love yeah. breakfast for dinner. Breakfast for your that's a good point. That's a breakfast good point. for dinner. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, calories are calories. You know, numbers a number it's it's well it's the a po- number. The point you know? to go back to what we're talking about is we just eat too much because they say breakfast and then you need your snack and then you need lunch and then yeah, you need yeah. dinner. It doesn't matter and when then, and then the amount of food, I forgot what comedian it was. He goes, try to explain an appetizer to a third world country like that's starving. That oh, yeah, that, that's that's the that meal. One. Yeah, that's the meal before the food. 
oh, so that's the the dinner? No, the dinner is is separate. Like you know, with the sides. Well, the sides are go along with the dinner and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, but that's kind of like with the cake, right? No, no, that's dessert. That's after you eat. Like, in, in, yeah. bro, you explain. You know, a fucking five course meal to one of these countries, they're gonna be like, What the what fuck? What the fuck kind of world are you living in? Yeah. And this yeah. is why everybody's fucking fat and miserable. Yeah, and bro, fucking... same thing. Go to Cuba. You go to Cuba, the majority of people are fit. Yeah. And it's fucking like, yeah, like to what extreme are you willing to go, you know, to be fit? But people that are fit starve. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Guillermo, I mean, I don't want to say he stars, but bro, he eats he eats two eggs and a tortilla. He doesn't eat lunch, and then his dinner's like a piece of chicken with broccoli. I feel like he's constantly cutting. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's, a, he's, he's constantly in a cutting fuck, phase. Man. Yeah. He's fucking ripped as fuck right now. That's insane. You know, but that that's just like that's if you want to be fit, you you need to starve. Yeah. That that's it. You have to eat within your caloric expenditure. You know, like if you're gonna cut, you have to eat a certain amount of calories, right? Yeah. And and you cannot go over that, or else you're gonna, you know, obviously. Not necessarily gain weight, but you're not going to lose weight, right? So you figure out your number, and then it doesn't matter when you fucking eat those calories. That's right. You, you were eat into it in that one, whole fucking science yeah, thing. You could eat it in one meal if you want, or you could eat it in fucking 20 meals, right? But you cannot go over that number. And that's basically it. So the, the whole concept of like, oh, don't eat after 10 o'clock. Don't eat after 8. That's bullshit. Uh, calories I are calories. I, 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 well, it's, I disagree with that. I, I, I feel like... It doesn't matter what time you eat. I agree with you on that point, but it matters what time you go to sleep. If you're going to eat at 10 and go to sleep at 12, that's not good. It's not good as far as the way it's going to make you feel, well, but it's, it's not going to make you gain weight. No? No. It's just not going to just it's sit not. there because you're not burning calories. You're not digesting it properly. Yeah. It's going to make you maybe not feel as optimal as, as you want, but it's not going to make you gain weight as long as you're within that certain uh, caloric range. So basically, you know, they say, okay, give yourself some time to digest the food. All right, cool. That means eat at 8 o'clock, go to sleep at fucking whatever, 11 o'clock, midnight. Give yourself enough time to digest the food. Sure. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. But as far as like, are you going to gain weight or lose weight? That has nothing to do with it. It's it's, it's a number, you know. And, hmm. and you, you want to make sure you're getting, you know, the calories divvied up between, you know, your macros, right? I don't want to get into too much into detail, but... Good protein sources. I think this is a perfect time to get into. Okay, detail. cool. So you you know your macros are your your protein, your fats, and your carbs, right? Your protein, you want to make sure you're getting sufficient protein to keep as much muscle mass as possible to not lose any of your muscle mass, right? Um, so you want to keep your protein to like you know some people say 0. 0.5 to you know one gram per per uh, uh, pound of body weight. Okay. So let's say somebody that weighs 200 pounds, you want to get about 200, pounds, 200 grams of protein a day. 200 grams. That's a shitload of protein. It is. How do you get that? It's by fucking trying to eat your protein first. Like how much protein is in a steak? So like I'm looking at like one of my protein shakes. About 40, 50. Yeah, I'm looking at my protein. So you got to eat like four steaks. So in order to get like 50 grams of protein, either you're going to double up on your pro uh, protein powder scoop, right? Because it's about 25 grams of protein per scoop. Yeah. So you just double up on that. That's 50. You know, you have your lunch, a chick, a, a nice piece of chicken breast. That's about 50 grams of protein. There you're at 100 now. Then you're going to snack on protein-packed, you know, foods. Whatever that, whatever the case may be for you. Like, you might like fucking Greek yogurt and fucking nuts or whatever. Then eat that. And then for dinner, you eat a nice fucking piece of steak. 
you know, it's still going to be tough because even then you're yeah. at 150, you still need 50 grams. It's still very restrictive. You add some fucking, you know, egg whites into your smoothie. Blah, blah, blah. There's ways of, of supplementing, you know, but the key thing is to keep your protein high. You don't have to like, follow it religiously every single day. The one gram per body weight. Rule. Yeah. But keep your protein high. Keep your carbs minimal. You know, like if you're going to cut, keep, right. keep them pretty low. Not not super low, but like 200 grams of, of carbs a day is pretty cool. Um, And then your fat, healthy fats, avocado, fucking olive Coconut oil, oil, those sort of things. And then my whole thing with the keto diet, that's great for like short term result. Say you want to follow a keto diet to cut. You want to cut some weight. You want to cut like 25 pounds, whatever. That's great follow a keto diet for like three, four, five months and then go anything that you can sustain. But why, why, why short? If, if, if you can't sustain a diet for a long time, that's going to fail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's people that have done keto for that's, it takes discipline. It takes discipline and it takes you liking foods that are heavy on the fat. Right. Yeah. If you're a carb guy like me, I fucking love rice. I love potatoes. I love fucking tortillas. I love, french fries i incorporate those foods but at a min i keep them minimal yeah so if i'm gonna eat you know a dinner i'm gonna have a fucking most of my food's gonna be protein so like a big piece of steak chicken whatever fish and then i'm gonna have some like you know some rice and some veggies some broccoli some cauliflowers whatever whatever veggie you want whatever veggie you like yeah you know what i'm saying that's it and you just keep it at that Whatever you can sustain your whole life, that that's the good plan. That, that you can do. Yeah, because what's funny about keto is I've done keto. I think the longest I did keto was almost two and a half months. Yeah. I felt great. You feel great. I felt fucking amazing. For sure. And getting into keto that first time was not hard. Getting into keto again yeah. has almost been impossible. Yeah, it's it, tough. It, It's just so it goes, fucking weird, man. It goes back to what do you like? Well, the other problem is you have influences, you know, like if you have a partner that's not doing that diet or you have family cooking food mm-hmm. and they make surprises or you have birthdays or you, and you get trapped around these foods. Like if you're a single dude like Mark, yeah, like there's no reason this guy can't. I mean, no he's, got, he's got a big family, but there's no reason like a single guy that, that's no not relying on anybody. Other, no reason other than you saying I'm going to fucking just go all out and eat. Right. Pizza and pupusas and, and whatever burritos the fuck I want. and French fries. Yeah, those things for me now, I'm 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 not where I want to be. I'm about twenty pounds out yeah. from where I want to be. But now I see it more like a reward. I'm gonna eat really really good and really healthy, you know, relatively healthy, and then at the end of the week I'll have a fucking burger with the bun. You know, I'll, I'll still have burgers within the week, right? But I'll have them like protein style or or I'll just track my, my carb intake. But at the end of the week, I'll say, fuck it. I'm going to have, I'm not going to count my calories on Saturday. I'm just going to fucking eat whatever I want. Yeah. And most of the time, it's like maybe one or two meals. I, I'm at right now, I think I'm two weeks in. I eat once a day. Yeah. That's it. That's called the OMAD. Have you heard of the OMAD diet? No. One meal a day. OMAD. Yeah, old yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Why, why old man? That One meal a day. Oh, that's what it stands. It's, that's, a, yeah. it's a. It's an acronym. Why is acronym so long? Why are they so long? Yeah, that's funny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Why is acronym so long? Yeah. No, that's yeah. But honestly, old man is is great if you have the stump. Well, pardon the pun, but the stomach for it. You know, like if you can eat one meal a day, that's fucking great. But but, but my point is is, I was forcing it the first mm-hmm. week. 
now it's just so natural. You like now it? I'm like, I, I don't want to eat more. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. And I don't what do you care. What, give us an example of, of your meal? Well, OK, I'm going to start off with yesterday because yesterday was fucking amazing. Have you been to Gracias Madre? It's in Koreatown? No, it's in West Hollywood. No, I haven't been there. Vegan place. Okay. It's a it's a vegan re- Mexican it's a vegan Mexican restaurant. Okay. Uh, called Gracias Madre. It's a fucking cool spot. A lot of hot chicks. You know, a lot of vegan chicks and stuff. Um, and hi, I'm vegan. I'm vegan. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, that has nothing to do with it. But um, the the food selection they have they have everything in the fucking menu, and it's just all vegan. Fuck, that's you know? amazing. So last night I had fucking um, uh, I had soy what was it i had soy uh fuck man i'm blanking right now i had corn i had street corn Mm -hmm. which was fucking amazing they use like a cashew cheese instead of regular cheese uh i had a fucking amazing margarita i had tacos of al pastor Mm -hmm. but it was all like a soy fucking al pastor yeah and then i had um tempeh Tempeh or some shit like that. Then they have, what's the rolled tortilla one that they fry? Flautas. Flautas. I had flautas with fucking like green salsa. and It was amazing. And it was like, I want to say potatoes inside and stuff like that. So I had that and that was it. That's all I had. had, And then in the morning I had coffee. In the morning I had coffee, lunch I had nothing. And then that was my dinner. Today woke up, had coffee. And then I got a uh, steak wrap from uh, Subway Mm -hmm. and ate that. And then... I ordered a chicken wrap for somebody else. They weren't around. You ate, ate it. it. So yeah. I ate two wraps, and that's it. That was like four and hours ago. Do you and un- I'm done. You do understand that with those two wraps, you're probably still at like 1,200 calories total, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, the only thing that I do do if I have a craving mm-hmm. is I'll drink a, a protein shake. Okay. I get the Costco premium uh, premium protein. Yeah. The 30 grams of fucking protein. They're, I think, 118 calories. Yeah. And I'll drink one of those. But that's it. But I, I I've been losing weight. And I feel good. That's good. That's, that's, I feel that's the whole point. I feel energized and stuff. You know. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, man. Whatever works I, for I, you. I, ju- I just feel like we eat too much, and because we eat too much, we don't give our body enough time to digest because we're constantly. Yeah. Like I, I saw a video that you know we carry about ten to ten pounds or fifteen pounds of waste of shit in our colon. Yeah, you know, at almost all times because it's we're just crazy. eating so much, and that's what those cleanses are for. Which uh, I tried one; it's a bunch of pills you take and shit. And you go to the bathroom fucking like five, six times a day. Yeah, but um, but anyways, anyways, enough enough about that. Yeah, 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 man, that's crazy. I have a buddy who gets like uh, that. I forget what they're called. They stick a tube up your ass and they clean out your. Uh, 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 I was gonna say edamame. <laughs> edamame. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, uh, oscopy something. Not a colonoscopy. It's a no, but it's something like it's something with your colon. Yeah, they um, fucking shoot a jet of water and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lay on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never done that. Have you tried it? No, no. Yeah, but Cash he, would do that a lot. Yeah, he, he swears had a by it. Doctor's office and stuff. He'd yeah, clean him out a lot. He said he'd feel like fucking amazing. Yeah, he swears by that. Yeah, and, I mean, like I said, whatever works out for you. I mean, like you know, and he that guy that does the colon cleanse, he eats whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, but he doubles up on his on his weight training. So he's like compensating for what he eats. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna eat whatever I want, but I'm just gonna work out." Yeah, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna it double all out. it up. You know, it's up to you, man. You know, like you know, you don't have to work out as much if you just keep your your diet in check. You know, 
I, I strongly, you know, it's, it's back to what people say. Like if you talk to a personal trainer, they're going to say, you know, it's working out 70% of your diet is working out. And if you talk to a nutritionist, they're going to say 70% is your nutrition. I'm convinced it's your food. Yeah. I'm convinced. 100%. Like, like if you just stop eating bullshit, yeah, just if you just stop eating, like just fucking really just eat kind to of survive, eat to survive, you know, and yeah. you, you'll be in good shape. Most people that are in shape, like they don't eat much. Yeah. They do not. Yeah, you know, and they like, don't eat bullshit. They don't. They don't drink soda. You know, they don't. You know, just keep it in check. You know, keep your diet in check, man. You know, control, controlate la boca. That's what my mom used to tell me yeah. growing up. You know, it means control your mouth. Yeah, and in English. Yeah, an American. Yeah, control your mouth. And yeah, man. I mean, like, look, I know, I know, vegan people that are fat. You know. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're overeating. Again, it goes back to the number, the caloric number. You yeah, know? I, I ate a lot last night. You know, if you eat fucking 5,000 calories of fucking broccoli, you're going to fucking gain weight. Yeah. It's it's science, you know. But again, if you eat, fu- technically speaking, if you eat at a deficit and you're eating just cheeseburgers, which is probably going to be like maybe two cheeseburgers max, you're going to lose weight. You're going to feel shitty. Yeah. But you will lose weight. You, you know what? One second. Let me put a disclaimer. We are not professionals at what we're talking we not. about. You Absolutely need to talk not. to a doctor and you need to see what's going on because some people don't realize if you're going to do like a vegan diet, you know, you have to do take supplements. If For you're going to sure. do a keto diet, your cholesterol might go up, you know, so like each, each, each his own, like 100%. Absolutely. And the other problem with dieting is your genetics. You know, like if you come from a background of meat eaters, you, a vegan diet probably won't work for you and you'll probably get sick. Uh, same thing when you try keto, you get the keto flu. You know, there, there's there's certain things that you you need to watch out for. Absolutely. So this is not we're just talking out of our fucking asses right now because we're for cool, sure we're cool at that. This but, is like just tr- like our own trial and error. You know, yeah, one hundred percent. One of the things I was I was uh, this girl that I'm that a friend of mine she uh she sent me a, I can't stand first first of all I can't stand fucking like this whole like extreme progressive liberal shit um that they're pushing. But she sent me a picture of a book. It says, uh, decolonize your diet. <clears throat> and right away, I was like, fuck the title, right? Because it's so fucking <laughs> stupid, right? Like, yeah, like, decolonize your... Fuck you. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here, man. Bitch. But I do agree with the, the overall message of the book, which is basically stick to whatever diet your ancestors stuck to. 100%. You know, if, 100%. You, if you came from Europe, if you came from, like, Western Europe, you know, like, uh, Portugal, Spain, right? Italy, you know, these regions eat heavy protein, right? Heavy on the fish, on the meat, right? Right. And they eat veggies. Veggies, some grains, very little, right? Some rice and a lot of protein. Lemon, garlic, oils, great food. But if you're from a region in, say, Asia, where you're not used to eating lots of oil, right? Or you're not used to eating uh, certain types of food. You might feel you might get some results, but you might feel differently. Yeah, or, or you long term, long term, or you might develop certain illnesses, disease. Right? Yeah, your body will have withdrawals. Absolutely. You know, you you start to wonder like, how much does genetic coding play right in our health? You have people that say, "Oh, I have an uncle who fucking lived to ninety nine years old, and he smoked a packet three packs a day, he and he never bacon got cancer, and smoked cigarettes." Right? Yeah. And you're like, "What the fuck?" And then you see somebody who you know, participated in triathlons and right. were super healthy and they got fucking lung cancer. cancer. They got lung cancer. How the died. fuck does that happen? Yeah. How does that happen? It's so strange, you know? 
And yeah, man, I think part of it is is genetics. Part of it is like, you know, just your diet and stuff like that. And and most of it is like a combination of all those things together, all the variables, you know, it's like it's so weird. It's such a strange topic, you know, it, it, it's never ending. There, there's definitely not one way. Of, there, there's not one answer for this. No, there, there's just not because, you know, again, I know people will fucking eat junk food all day and they're in great shape. Yeah. You know, and, and so it weird. drives me crazy. So I weird. eat Jack in the Box now. I used to eat Jack in the Box all the time. Me I eat too. Jack in the Box well, now. What was I'll your order? Up. What was your order from Jack in the Box? Don't oh, lie. I used to be picky as fuck. Two chicken sandwiches, four tacos, and an Oreo milkshake. Ooh. Yeah, when I was in Ooh. my 20s, bro. I do that right now, bro. That I'll be sounds, in a fucking coma. Bro, that sounds amazing. My shit was the sourdough Jack for the longest. Like, I don't. I hardly eat fast food now, but and when I do, I'll eat, like, in and out or something, you know, which I consider, like, it's in a different category. Right. It's fast food. It's it, It's served fast. But the food quality, the quality, it's quality the food, food serves fast for sure. Is that yeah. their slogan? Uh, it's somebody's slogan. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty. <laughs> we're not true. fast food. We're quality food. It's pretty fast. true. I mean, the, the, their meat is never frozen. It's it's their good quality are meat. Fresh, they chop fresh. them. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but, but it's not organic. It's not. Yeah, it's not organic. But I mean, that's a different topic. But I don't anyway. even think it's grass fed. Really? Yeah, it's not. It's not grass fed. Yeah. No, for sure. It, their cost would would be too way too fucking high. Yeah. You know, but uh, my shit was a sourdough jack. With curly fries, the curly fries, and the butter, butterscotch, the buttermilk, rat, buttermilk. Yeah, Fuck. I, you know, you know that that's why Fuck. I stopped eating Jack in the Box. Why? I, I one time because I would get the buttermilk, mm-hmm. and uh, and and one time one of the employees was like, "Do you know one of these buttermilks is six hundred and fifty calories?" You're lying, bro. Yeah, and Are I, you eat, serious? I eat like two or three of those. Easy. Yeah, and, you, you, and you that, that, that one container oh, on the yeah. burger. Oh yeah, easy. And and that was like I'm done. Holy, you know, I, I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. And it goes back to saying like, okay, so your caloric expenditure, right? Like you can blow a thousand calories in fucking sauce, bro. Like, right. Of course. So that's it, what fucks us up is sauce. Exactly. So it's like when you're keeping it simple, like your mom said, keep it simple. Don't, don't, don't cook too fucking good. Yeah. Don't make it too flavorful. Cause exactly. then you're going to eat more than Stop adding sauces. Stop adding all, you know, and obviously bro, put, 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 take away salt. Look, how, yeah. look how less you'll eat. Yeah. 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 Yo, you'll fucking bland ass yeah. chicken. <laughs> just, fucking, you'll be like, whoa, I'm not on, sounds like some I'm good. Ukrainian I'm, shit. Like yeah, I'm good. boiled goose with potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, did you see that show um, on Netflix? Police cops or doctor cops? No, what or is police that? doctor cops or something like that. No, it's like it's a comedy, but their role is to act as serious as possible while okay. doing these weird fucking comedy sketches okay and bro like you'll i i busted out laughing so much yeah and there was one where they were interviewing like these russian you know not it wasn't even russian it was like a one little country on the side of russia yeah one of the stands one of the stands or something like that Mm -hmm. and they were trying to get information about this lady's son and then the lady was like uh oh yeah you have to eat first and the guy's like oh i don't want to eat and she's like no and the partner this girl was like not to get the information we have to eat the food yeah and he's like okay so then she brings out like a horse head oh, and shit. all this weird oh, shit fuck, bro bro but Th- that that the- food is is some of the weirdest obviously to us right because yeah. you go to the you go over there and they're like this is fucking best food in the world right boiled boiled sheep in blood yeah it's uh, i love it yeah it's hard eating out right duh, duh. So like I feel like bro like one time and and this is this is in no way am I trying to like you know you know obviously I I'm I'm aware that this is going to be heard by <laughs> by maybe one or two people yeah. maybe maybe more um these are my, just my opinions I'm not hating on any culture right yeah this is my political this is the LA in me just bro say this is how it, bro. fucking no disclaimers. this is no how disclaimers. indoctrinated we are that I'm like please disclaimer I don't I don't mean to offend anybody yeah don't cancel me um 
I'm not a fan of Filipino food, right? Yeah. For some reason, and I'll eat like everything. the whole pig and shit like that. No, 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 that that's cool. Yeah, that's cool because that's some like borderline Cuban shit, right? Like, oh, I right, like, right. But as a whole, right? I love I love Thai food. I love Vietnamese food. I love Cuban, Mexicans, my Chinese, favorite, Japanese, Chinese, Southern Chinese, Northern Chinese, fucking everything, right? Armenian food. Per- I love what is fucking Persian Filipino food. food? So Filipino food is very strange. In my opinion, yeah, um, they have like their main staples, which is like lechon. They call it lechon, like us, right? Which is like I didn't know they called it lechon. They call it lechon, yeah, Le- lechon asado, lechon. Yeah. yeah, isn't it funny that all Filipinos have Spanish names? Yeah, Julio. You know what's funny about Cesar, Filipinos? It, like Roberto. They'll be talking and they'll be like bulang balang lang balang balang zapatos. <laughs> really? Yeah, you'll, you'll hear a random Spanish, Spanish word. word like bulang balang balang balang. Hold on, hold on. Uh, and you're like, oh shit, it's a fork. Yeah. Fork. I heard fork. Anyway, going back to Filipinos, which I love. I grew up with Filipinos, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to a private school, so like my whole class was Filipino. Karaoke I was, I was singing the, the token. <laughs> I was the token fucking love Cuban guy. But anyways, their food is very tropical, island food. But then they have some weird shit sprinkled in. Yeah. Right? They have something called balut. You know what that is? No. It's duck fetus. So it's a over it's a it's an egg it's a duck egg right and they let it develop into a fetus. So when you crack it open, they eat it like oysters basically. When they crack it open, it's half egg, half fucking duck with a little beak. See, this is why we need video, bro. Oh, to, I'm doing the hand yeah, gestures, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. I'm doing like a, a fucking a, a velociraptor. Arms, yeah. yeah, I'm like doing a T-Rex thing. You could see a the little Velociraptor, bro, fuck, bro. My bad. That's a T Rex. Yeah, it's a T Rex. <laughs> bro, this shit is a fucking fetus. You can see it. And they eat it. Little feathers. Oh man. And they're like, <laughs> they slurp it, bro, like an oyster. Never saw that. <clears throat> it's called balut. Go to Seafood City if you ever see a no, Seafood City. No, I don't want to see it, bro. Bro, it's crazy. There's just like certain purple. things I don't want to see. Like I still haven't seen two cups and a girl, or a cup and a, two girls. Or yeah, whatever that's traumatizing. But so I'll never watch it. So one time I went to my my. Uh, my uh, bandmate, ex-bandmate, growing up, I played in a band with a, a Filipino. I'll watch two two cups and a girl, but not two girls. Yeah, in a cup. cup. <laughs> so shout out to Chevy, Chevito Nishinomi. Uh, he, we played in a band together. Yeah. And I remember going to his, I think it was his aunt's house or his grandma's house, and they served. Uh, like, oh, do you want to eat, Alex? You hungry? I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. You know, like, all right. Knowing that I'm like, fuck, I know. That like going back to what I was saying, it's mostly tropical island food, but there's some weird shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, maybe they're not gonna give me the weird shit, right? Right. So she brings out a big bowl of white rice. I'm like, yes, score one because I could do that, right? Cubans, we eat a lot of white rice. Then she brought out a plate of fish, but the fish was whole with the eyeballs, right? Yeah, yeah, that's cool, but it wasn't like grilled fucking char grilled fish right well, what was it how did they cook it, it looked sweaty it looked like boiled fish that's gross and it looked sweaty bro did you try it it looked gray and it was it looked just fucking sweaty it looked like old fish that she was just like fuck it let me just bake alex a fucking old fish i was gonna throw away anyway yeah <laughs> and fuck. yeah and then and then a gang of fried eggs so the Cuban in me was like, fuck yeah. I'll, fried I'll, eggs I'll, with rice. I'll get the rice and I'll put some fried eggs over it and I'll eat that. But the grandma's like, no, you have to eat fish. That's this, when you say no. 
Yeah, but I was fucking like 22. I know. And I was like, okay. And bro, I had to fucking eat it. You don't understand. I had right, to eat not it. Not me, bro. Bro. Me. Did you throw up? I didn't throw up, bro. I didn't, but I got sick. I did get sick. And I think it was psychological. Like, I think, you know, like. Of course. But I went th- home. Th- this and is I was, why you got to say no, man. Yeah. I was a picky fucking eater, bro. I, I didn't eat. Till the age of 27, I didn't eat salads. I didn't eat burgers. I didn't eat fucking fruits. I didn't eat sushi. I didn't eat nothing from the sea. I didn't eat nothing. I ate chicken sandwiches and tacos. Even my chicken sandwiches were like, you know, my McDonald's orders back in the days would be like, can I get a chicken sandwich, plain, easy mayo? You sound like my daughter. Yeah, that bro, I ate like that till I was 27. That's crazy. You know uh, Super 73? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the 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 owner. Cool little bikes. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mm -hmm. Michael. He, he eats like that right now. He, he eats only very eats simple? McDonald's. Really? That's all he eats. Like a fucking kid's meal, a bro, burger. Well, fucking. Bro, I'll take my daughters to... Rumor has it. That's what they told me. Yeah. I'll take a my daughters source. to a nice restaurant. Like, I'll take them to a nice restaurant, bro. And they'll order, like, the gourmet burger, right? Yeah. Which, like, I didn't eat burgers, bro. Really? Bro, they'll order, like, a grass-fed, grass-fed Angus beef burger patty. Yeah. yeah. Served with a... You know, butternut squash remoulade with, with pickled onions, farm fresh fried egg, right? Wow. They'll, they'll fucking be like, Dad, give me the burger, just the, the patty and the cheese and the bun. That's it. Nothing and else. And I'm like, well, well, I'm paying for the fucking fancy remoulade with the pickled onions and the farm fresh egg. Yeah. And they're like, Dad. Don't so want I'm it. like, we'll take all that other shit, just put it on my plate and I'll eat it. So I'll eat all the extra shit. I'm like, I'm paying for, you know, yeah, if, if it was in and out, fine. Get a fucking plain double double. That's cool. But they'll do that at fancy restaurants, you know? Yeah, that, that's, that was me, bro. That's I'd go crazy. to sushi and I'd order a chicken teriyaki bowl with just chicken and rice. Oh, yeah. that's No vegetables. That's a different level. Yeah. For bro, sure. Bro, 27. I didn't eat eggs. That's insane. Until like 27, 28. That's insane. Yeah. No, man. When I had sushi for the first time, it was fucking mind-blowing. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Bro, I... I, What kind of sorcery is this? Probably I was like 27, 28 years old. Yeah. And I got in a fight with a girlfriend. And I went and caught up with some buddies at the sushi place. I ordered my chicken teriyaki. Yeah. This, that, that. And they were like, Robert, you got to try this. And I was like, nah, I'm good, bro. Again, I never had seafood to that point. What was it? What was the first thing you ate? They gave me, it was a shrimp tempura inside with salmon on the outside, mm-hmm. uh, avocado, which I wasn't even eating avocados back then, sesame seeds, which I detested. Holy um, shit. And um, uh, I think that was it. So it was, it was shrimp, salmon, avocado, rice, seaweed, and fucking whatever. Bro, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? Fuck. I was so mad at my girlfriend. Yeah. Right? Fuck you. Fuck it, man. Fuck that bitch. I grabbed it. I ate it. That was so fucking good, bro. Yeah. That, oh, bro, that, that moment, At right? that moment, that was it, bro. Like, everything mm-hmm. started opening up because I was like, I just had avocado. I just had salmon. I just had shrimp. I just had sushi, seaweed. Oh, my God. Let me try this roll. Eel. Whoa. Like, bro, my taste buds yeah. exploded. I oh, lost man. my fucking mind. It was so fucking good. That's funny. You brought up eel. The first time I had eels with fucking Roy. Roy. Yeah, yeah, but that cock blocker. Yeah. Roy, fuck you, bro. What you was fucking cock fl- blocker. Fuegos or, or I don't know. Another, Roy, another Filipino. Yeah. The biggest cock blocker I've ever <laughs> met in my life. Bro, Roy. So there's Rob- a few assholes I met in my life. You know who you motherfuckers are. No, no, but no. Roy no. was a big one. All right, so him. so little quick little backstory. Robert and I, fresh out of fucking high school, we were car salesmen, right? Working in the Bay Area, San Francisco, Modesto. Well, that's not the Bay Area, but Modesto, Sacramento. 
fucking Fresno, Fresno, everywhere, everywhere. And we were in San Francisco that night, San Francisco. Right. So we were young bucks, dude. We were young bucks surrounded by fucking older fucking degenerates. Right. Yeah. 35 year old. These dudes were like coke addicts. Yeah. Car salesmen. And, and one night after one of our tent sales, Roy was like, Alex, let's go eat. And I was like fucking 18. Right. And he takes me to a sushi restaurant. For the first time, never had sushi, and he orders. Oh, you had your first time sushi with him. With him, huh. and he he orders uh the unagi, which is eel, mm-hmm. and I, I ate it thinking it was fucking grilled teriyaki chicken. It looks like chicken, you know. And after I ate it, he was like, "How do you like it?" And I was like, "It was good." He's like, "Oh, you know what that is?" I'm like, "No, what is that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's eel," and I just pictured a fucking slithery yeah. fucking black, you know. Sea snake. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Slithery yeah. black sea I, I snake. I can't. Black bloody beetle five times fast as hard. Fuck. Um, Toy boat five times fast oh yeah, as hard. That's hard. That's hard. Um, but yeah, it was fucking bomb, bro. It was bomb. And I was like, damn, sushi's fucking delicious. I, I love fucking sushi, man. Yeah, it's really I good. Sushi. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I love how Ventura Boulevard here in Studio City is it's like the fucking capital, sushi capital of sushi. Yeah. Sushi capital on Ventura. For sure. Yeah, I had sushi in other places. I don't know. I want to go to Japan and have sushi. I heard it's it's a whole different experience. I heard it's I don't know. I've I've heard it's not as good, and I heard that it's actually great. And I heard you don't use chopsticks. I heard you use your fingers. Use your, use your hands, but it's for the for the actual uh, nigiri for the sushi, like that's the fish with the rice. And you're supposed to dip. You're supposed to flip it over and dip the fish side in the soy sauce by itself. No wasabi mixed with the soy sauce, and then you just put it in your mouth. Yeah, it's more. Sushi in, in in Japan is is the real deal. That's where it was born. So you're not gonna get like the cra- all the, the crazy rolls, like the fucking Studio City Dragon Crunch roll. Yeah, the that's, Robert roll. The that's fucking, all catered to fucking like the American market. The American market. Well, like the pizza. You know, the, yeah. the, the traditional pizza. They, they don't have in a traditional pizza like exactly. Italy like they have here in the U.S. Yeah, Domino's and shit. The fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. And most of the bomb sushi spots in L.A. are owned by Koreans. Little FYI, little really fun fact. Yeah, it's crazy, and they they'll they'll put up the front like they'll be like whatever the fuck they say when you walk in. Yeah, my again, this is not racist. It's just like I'm just describing the. You sound very fucking racist, bro. Yeah, I'm describing the environment. You, you have walk like in, a problem with Asians and stuff. Oh my god, say it like whatever they say. Oh. And I always say like, what up? You know, like when I walk in, <laughs> like oh my god, what up? Yeah, um, like, pasó, chico? yeah, yeah. They're it's Koreans speaking Japanese. No, I, I I know that like like Kat, uh, Katsuya, I love fucking Katsuya. Yeah, they, their whole crew is Mexican. Mm-hmm. You know, or when you go to the Beverly Center, every fucking you have a Greek restaurant, you have Great Kong restaurant, you have Chinese restaurant. Yeah, you, yeah. Have the, you go through the back hallway, it's all Mexican. All music, Mexicans, fucking. like Joe Coy said, like fucking the best Chinese food is cooked by fucking Mexicans, Mexicans bro. Like absolutely. You, you go into a Chinese restaurant, you try their orange chicken, you're like, even Chinese people are like. Jose, how you do that? <laughs> how you do? That's amazing. That's just like a mama makehead. <laughs> Who said this? Joe Coy, the Filipino. Oh my God. He's like Jose. That's so tang- <laughs> that's tangy. It's tangy. Just like just mama like make- a mama makehead. That's fucking funny, bro. He's like, you just go to the back, like dun, dun, ten Mexicans. That guy's racist, goddammit. Oh man, fucking Joe Coy. You can't you can't be from LA and not like impersonate other fucking cultures. You can't. Yeah. It's just everybody like, does it's ingrained it. in us, man. Everybody does and it. And it ain't racist. You know, like people are trying to make it out to be racist, but like 
I got mad love for everybody, you know, like, and it's like, you know, it's like, you know how it is. Like, as soon as like, yeah, I got one Chinese friend. Yeah. No, I'm mean, just, I, I love when people say that, like the default, I got one black friend. Well, I have like, black friends, man. Yeah. I have a black friend. Yeah. Like but I have black that's friends. That's the most racist comment. <laughs> bro. I grew, I fucking chilled in South Central, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Shut the fuck up. What are you yeah, talking yeah, about? A buddy of mine took me over there and we were drinking out there. They're they're cool. They're yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, ain't racist. Bro, what the fuck? That is shit. racist. That is racist in itself. It's like the whole thing now. Like people are like my a buddy well, a buddy, quote unquote. I'm doing the air quotes with my 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 hands. Recently he told me some shit. Like I had I commented on his post. It was some racist ass shit. And I was like, whatever. I said something and he was like, bro, he's by the way, he's Mexican. He was like you have um, you have no right to comment regarding black and brown people, and I said, well, "Why?" He's like, "Cause you're Cuban, you're a descendant of slave owners." My fucking buddy, bro, like we grew up together our whole lives. Yeah, yeah. Called me a descendant of slave owners. I'm like, motherfucker, I grew up three minutes from your house. We grew up in the same fucking place. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but you're a descendant of slave owners. Like, and he, he's telling me this with a straight face, bro. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? So anyway, people are now like starting to say like, oh, like only you can only comment about this. Or you can co- only comment about that. You know, don't judge anybody based on their skin color, except if you're judging a white person. Right. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. My my favorite one. I just read one today where it's like uh, Cardi B gets number one song called uh, My Pussy Wet. Yeah. Wet ass pussy. Wow. Wet ass pussy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yet Dr. Seuss, Disneyland and all this other shit's inappropriate. I'm like, what the fuck kind of bizarre world are we living in? Yeah. Bro? Like what, why can't we just be like, yo, I'm a, ba- I'm a, I'm a judge you based off of your character. Yeah. Right. Like I told him, bro. Emma- how does that make sense? You know, what, what is it? Wop, wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. That that's like, you know, like hip hop and, and rap. They sing about fucking yeah. crazy shit, man. And, and yeah. we all like it. Yeah. But books are a problem. Killing a Mockingbird, they fucking pulled out, you know. Bro, that's used, a great fucking book. Yeah, and they pulled out because it says the fucking N-word, you know, like, it, that's, it, it makes that's no a reflection. Sense. That's a reflection of the times, man. Like, you cannot erase history. We are all a product of some fucked up shit that came before us. Right. Right? And you can either choose to be, to continue on with the toxic bullshit, or you can say, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. Right? Yeah. Most of us, I would, I would assume, are going to be like, nah, fuck that. I ain't rolling with that toxic shit. I even told my mom, my mom... I love you, but that thing you just said right now is pretty fucking toxic. And mom will be like, really? And I'm like, yeah, mom. Like, why'd you say that? Well, yeah, you can't say it now, mom, or you can't, you can't yeah, word it that way. This, I, I these go, are changed. I will go the extra It's step. inappropriate, yeah. but it's part of our fucking history. And yeah. if you don't have the history. Absolutely. If you don't have history or if you don't look at history, it repeats. Very simple. 100%. So going back to the whole colonizer uh, book title, right? I'm like that was good. Yeah, thank you. So I tied it back in. Yeah, yeah. Full circle, bro. Learning from you. That's good, man. So I basically told the girl, "What what language do you speak?" And she's like, "Spanish." She. Okay, cut off real quick. A- as you were saying. So yeah, so basically this this girl with the book title, right? She sends me this book, and she's like, "The book title is uh, Decolonize Your Diet," right? Yeah. I'm like, by the way. What and I'll, it was a fucking you know like loaded like it was a rhetorical question. I was like, "What language do you speak?" And she's one of these self righteous, self hating, self loathing Latinas, right? Where she, like they despise their their race, their, their background, their, their history, the, the the colonizer aspect of of the of the Hispanic race, right? 
and she's um, she's like, I speak Spanish. I'm like, you're speaking the language of the colonizer. So if you're going to go down this road of like, fuck the colonizers and fuck their culture, like stop speaking Spanish. Yeah. Like straight up. And to, to I mean, to add for, to add on top of that, like I'll see her post something about like, Ooh, like, you know, Al Pastor tacos, like the best Mexico, whatever <clears throat> Mexican culture, this Mexican culture, that. And I'll be like, yo, you know, Al Pastor is Lebanese, right? Like it came from Lebanon, from the the, the migration of Lebanese people to Mexico. I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, man. So so Al Pastor tacos, which is the big spit with the meat rotating, right? The red meat with the uh, pineapple. That makes sense. There was a Lebanese migration to Mexico in the 19, I want to say 1930s. And they brought their, their cuisine with them. And one of them was the spit. Since there wasn't uh, as much availability of, of lamb meat in Mexico, they started substituting it with pork. Yeah. And obviously the, the traditional uh, either pita or lavash bread, they used tortillas, whatever was available to them. And that became the evolution of, of, the, of their uh, version, of, uh, version of the spit. Or, uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Um, you know what I mean. Uh, what the is shawarma? It? Shawarma. Yeah. So shawarma became al pastor in Mexico. Wow, yeah, I did yeah. not know that. And, and then she, the Mexicans just added their salsa. Exactly. So that she, everything is an evolution or a uh, uh, combination, combination of something, you know. And it's like that we are that combination, right? It's like rice. Know? Rice came from you know the Chinese, and yeah, everybody pasta has fucking, came from China, and then went to it, or Italy. from Italy, and yeah, exactly, vice versa. Noodles, yeah. So it's like you know, it's like that's the beauty of the human race, man. We're all just a fucking melting pot of some shit. Yeah. You know, and it's just like we're all a mix. Have you done one of those DNA checks and stuff? Of I did. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. What were you, or so, what are you? So basically, like, and and I gotta do it. I don't know why funny. I'm afraid. Of we're man. like, oh, I'm Cuban, bro. I'm Cuban, bro. I'm Cuban. Bro. I'm more yeah. Cuban than you. Yeah. So Cuba's, Cuban's not a race. It's That's not a race. It's a culture. It's, it's a culture. culture. So basically, I'm like zero percent native Cuban. Um, so I'm mostly Portuguese, Spanish, Irish. French, English, and then like that's the main bulk, and then the uh, like the last like ten percent. I'm African, bro. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody gets African, right? Like that. That's why it's like the motherland. It's just weird. But yeah. I, I think everybody gets like fucking three, four percent. Random too. Like all all like West African countries, like um, uh, Mali, uh, Senegal, all these like West African countries. Yeah. I'm like about 10% mixed, you know. What, what did you use? 23andMe? I used uh, Ancestry. Ancestry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you, you heard they like fucking arrest people and shit when people do these DNA tests, right? What do you mean? Like there, there's just been a lot of cases where they'll like, you know, a person will run a, you know, a genetics test and shit. Yeah. And then their DNA pops up to a record from On like the, the 70s database. and shit. And they're like, Ooh. oh shit, here he is. Boom. And you hear these fucking crazy arrests. That makes sense. And I got nothing to fucking hide. But you're like, what if, you know, Holy I had a drunk shit. night or some shit. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, I don't know, man. That makes sense, man. That's just being more paranoid than anything else. No. But yeah, they, they've busted people like that, man. Mm. It's fucking insane. And then you're in the system. You know, who wants to be in the system, bro? Yeah, man. You know, you have to adapt and just say, fuck it. I'm all over the internet and I'm fucking worried about bro, it. <laughs> have you seen your Google searches or your history? Like, bro, yeah. the the feds know who the fuck you are. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like. 
you know, as long as you're not doing some crazy shit. And if you are, you know, make sure you cover your tracks. And nobody does. Yeah. Nobody I think does. Bad Wolf, I had him on here one time. He's like, I know who, who, you know, I know a serial killer when I see a serial killer. Yeah. And I was like, am I a serial killer? He's like, fuck no, bro. You're too messy, man. Serial killers are fucking neat and pristine. Fucking they're organized. They fucking hide all their shit. They're awkward. Ah. I was like, that makes fucking sense. Except for fucking. Uh, but there's some regular. Richard fuck- Ramirez, bro. Do you see that doc on? No, Netflix? no, no. Richard Ramirez. The night soccer, bro. L.A. That motherfucker. That was like in the 80s. And nobody knew regular dude. That guy got caught because of his fucking shoe print. And the way they found him. The way they found him, bro, was. The, the homicide detectives that were working the case, it was two guys, one Mexican guy and one white dude, like old veteran, old white veteran, LAPD fucking like, you know, one of these fucking Clint fucking Eastwood, Dirty Harry type motherfuckers. Yeah. They started investigating the the sites, right, where he was striking the night soccer, and they found, they kept on finding the same track, the same shoe print. So they took the shoe print, they analyzed it, and it came from a fucking very specific shoe. It was like a running shoe from the 80s, right? Not Puma, not Reebok. It's like some random ass fucking shoe. Not a Nike or anything. No, no. Very specific. Like Fila or some shit. No, it was like fucking something random. It's not even an Asic or a Saucony. Nothing like that, right? Yeah. The shoe company was like out of like fucking San Francisco or something. So they contacted the owner. And the owner was like, yeah, we only sold like a limited amount of those shoes. Some of them went over here. Some of them went to L.A. Actually, two of them went to L.A. So they tracked it down, bro, to two fucking vendors in L.A. And that's how they fucking found out who Richard Ramirez was. Whoa. Yeah. That's bro. fucking insane. Yeah. And through that and through other shit like dental records and stuff like that, they found out uh, who the killer was. Um, and that's how they found him. Pretty much. That was like the fucking lead. They, they 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 based it off of that shoe print. So yeah, man. Going back to covering your tracks, like you have to literally, especially now with cameras everywhere. You it's can't, al- it's almost impossible. It's impossible. Like, it's impossible, bro. Like even though there's a lot of evil shit going on there is. at all times. Yeah. At all times. You got, you got trafficking, like, bro, fucking drugs. There, there's so human much trafficking. That's like the latest one that I'm like, fuck, I had no idea it was on that scale. Yeah, it's huge, man. They're finding people that are like, you know, missing kids that are missing. Like, holy fuck. It's insane. But a lot of that missing kids shit too, man, that, that comes within the family. A it, lot, of, a lot yeah. of those times it's like an uncle, an aunt, a fucking, it's usually like a family member. Or a lot of that fucked up shit usually happens within the family. It's pretty fucking scary. Yeah. You know, the creepy yeah. uncle or fucking whatever the case oh, is. Oh, for sure. For sure. But yeah, man. Yeah, I, I want to get Detective. I had Detective Quinn Redeker. Did you hear that episode? No. Such a good episode. But I want to I want to do another podcast with them and, and get into like fucking cases and solving Ooh. mysteries. Like we talked about one police chase and stuff. But bro, you'll like that episode because I, I gotta listen to it. The way he described the San Fernando Valley in the seventies and eighties, bro, it just sounded so fucking amazing, bro. Yeah, yeah. it was like wow. It sounded like it was like watching Cobra Kai and when it goes back to those yeah, yeah. moments and stuff that you're just like, dude, that was fucking good times. Yeah, simple times. Oh man. Very simple. The other night, I was at a bar for the first time in fucking since COVID a broke. A bar? Yeah. <clears throat> a bar. I live in a a certain region of Southern California where it's mostly like, you know, the residents don't give a fuck. They're like, fuck you. We don't believe your LA shit. You know, like. Yeah. Nobody believes the LA shit. Yeah. Only the people in LA buy into the LA exactly. shit. Exactly. So out there where I live, like, shit's open, you know? 
Um, and the, you obviously have to wear a mask when you walk in and all that stuff, but it's for the most part, it's open. So I went to a bar to get a drink, which I haven't had like a, a legit drink at a bar since they closed it off in March. Right. Last year. year. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we're there. I'm with my cousin and his friend and his girlfriend. And, uh, a buddy of mine has a, a fucking Humvee, a legitimate, uh, the alpha military fucking Humvee. He bought it off a Lieutenant in like Wisconsin, I want to say, and he brought it to LA and, uh, we were leaving and everybody starts fucking walk, you know, like surrounding the Humvee. Oh shit. You know, like, look, can I see it? And this guy walks up. He's like, you know, I'm a Marine. I used to work on these Humvees. So that happens. And then right next, right next to us, there's a fucking white, uh, Dodge challenger. Yeah. Right. And I noticed that the fucking bouncer kept on looking at us, right? Because we're like right directly across from the bar and it's a very narrow street. And he keeps on staring at us. And then like he eventually walks up and he's like, next time somebody touches my car, we're going to have some fucking problems. He's like, touch it one more time and we're going to have some problems. And we're all fucking dumbfounded. Like, what the fuck? I didn't even notice his car there, right? Yeah. And my cousin's like, what the fuck did you say? Like, we're going to have problems? Like, Show me, show me what you mean by that. And he, and he touches his car like that. Like, yeah. Show me. And the guy gets all fucking rowdy or whatever. And everybody on the patio on the a fucking bar patio starts looking and Ooh, oh, and people pulling out phones. Right. Right. So I grab my cousin by the waist. I'm like, yo, Hey, let it go, bro. Let this shit go. It ain't worth it. And they're about to go fucking at it, you know, but I noticed all the camera phones out. I noticed how everybody had their iPhone and they're fucking, you know, they were filming shit. They were filming it. And I was like, yo, like we're, you're being filmed, bro. Like you're being filmed. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And that's kind of like tying it back to what you're saying about like, you know, it's, it's, you cannot get away with shit now, you know? No, you can't. And, and you got to be careful because people try to set people up. Like that mm-hmm. reminds me of a, a video that I saw where it was like uh, two black kids. They were, they were going to get into a fight and everybody pulled out their cameras. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go fuck him up. Oh, his mom, this, that, that. And they started throwing a couple swings and then they stopped and they were going at it. And, and everybody with the cameras was kind of just instigating it. Egging it on. And this dude, this random OG just oh, I comes seen that up. One. Yeah, he just I comes up. He's one. like, stop. Yeah. Look at these fucking cameras. These ain't your friends, man. Yeah. They just want attention. They want to make fools out of you so they can get views. They don't care about you guys. Yeah. You guys are brothers, you know, like like straight out fucking OGs. Yeah, yeah. And I mad I, props I, to that guy. Mad props, man. Yeah. I, I I wish there was more. And, and you and you kind of did that, you know. But I wish there was more of that. Like it's not even just for the cameras. It's just people are getting fucking fed up. Yeah, I used to edge. do that. I used to do that, you know, with with my motorcycle. You know, I would get on the bike. <laughs> And, and a car would kind of go in my way or I'd fucking, you know, rev the fucking so the pipes can be heard. And some people still came into me, bro. I would bang windows and oh, yeah. hit mirrors a Break lot. them off. And now, bro, I, I don't even do that, man. I just like, okay, cool. I'll go around the other side and just avoid that car as fast yeah, yeah. as possible. Because all it takes is that one motherfucker to just oh, fucking, yeah. oh, pff, done. Yeah. You know, like it's it's crazy. Even when you see like motorcycle, like when I watch motorcycle chases in movies and shit, and like you see like ninjas riding bikes chasing a yeah, car, yeah, I'm like, yeah. get the fuck out of here, bro. I'll push the brakes and you're done. Yeah. You know, or I'll just fucking like, hit why you. Why are you still driving, bro? <laughs> why haven't you swerved into the fucking yeah, why, bike? Exactly. Why haven't you swerved into like, oh, there's 10 bikes? Swerve into all the bikes. Like, yeah, yeah. People don't fucking get how how delicate we are on the fucking road. Absolutely. And, and bro, I'm, I'm at a point where like, 
I was really hot headed, and I think I'm at that point where I just I just avoid stupid. I avoid crazy. To, I I I just I just don't even want to deal with it anymore. No bro. man, most of that it shit ain't is, worth it, man. You go to jail it. and shit. I had some wise words said, uh, you know, if, if you want to get in a fight, make sure you have bail money in your fucking account. If you Absolutely. don't have bail money in your account, you, you better not fight. If yeah. you don't have 10 grand for an attorney yeah. and, and, you know, four grand to fucking bail yourself out, you shouldn't get into a fight. Absolutely. There are <laughs> fucking prerequisites to getting into fucking altercations and to doing certain things. If you're going to be dabbling in some illegal shit, you have to have some money. 100%. You know, and what, you know. A certain person told me something one time. He said, he or she said, uh, if you're ever going to do something illegal, make sure to study the law regarding what you're doing and pick the thing that pays the most and gives you the less amount of time. The less consequences. The less consequences. Yeah. And, and fucking those words have stuck, stuck with me for a long time because it's like most of the time you don't even consider those things. No. Like bail money. Like having a little fucking, you know, uh, court fees, like fucking, all that. Yeah. All that. The consequences, man. Well, I get a felony for this. Yeah. How what would I do if I got a felony? Exactly. Guess what? Some people would be like, oh, pff, I'll get a felony. I'm fucking cool with that. You know, yeah. I'll still work. I work for myself. Yeah, some people, that. But some people have a fucking job and a career and a straight up life and they do dumb shit and they get that felony. And guess what? They lose their family. They lose their kids. They lose this. 100%. So if you're going to do something illegal, you know, make sure. Like, yeah, like you said, you study the fucking law and, yeah. and you do the the thing that pays the most with the least consequences. Absolutely. You 100%. Know, you don't have to go to that fucking extreme, you know, yeah, yeah. that people go to. And you're like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck were you even thinking? And that's 100%. the problem. They weren't. Yeah, they weren't thinking. And yeah, man, you, it's it's important. A lot of people don't know the law, you know, and, and unfortunately, most youngsters are like getting into shit that ha they have no idea the fucking wrath that's awaiting them. Yeah. Like with dealing with certain things like And people don't realize once you fall into the system, you're, you're stuck. Done. You're you're, you're stuck done. in the system. And especially if it's federal shit, like you're done, bro. You know, you're done. I have people I have friends that got locked up for shit that wasn't necessarily big time, but it was like, you know, the stuff they were messing with was fucking big time, right? Like it doesn't matter if you have, you know, a couple ounces or a fucking couple pounds. Like, you know, you have certain things on you, like you're going away for a long time. Yeah. You, you know. It's a big price to pay. Yeah, man. So no, but that, not not even that. It's back to how this just started two minutes ago. You get into a fight, man. Yeah. There's a chance. First of all, there is some fucking great fighters out there that you're gonna fight That's somebody and you're gonna get fucked up, man. Like you don't know what the fuck you're getting into. Some fucking I don't care how ass tough. Motherfucker. Yeah, bro, you'll get drunk and shit. Like I'll fuck Oof. you up, and not, this guy's a fucking ninja. Yeah, and and will tear shit up. Yeah, and I seen that. I saw this one time in San Jose at Club Miami. I don't even know if that still exists, but Club Miami. Like this guy, they were they were hitting on this guy's girl, and this guy was like, "Don't fuck with my girl." And then this uh, these tough guys, right? Yeah, four of them fucking come in. They're like. What, bro? We're going to take your fucking bitch and blah, blah, blah. Bro, this little guy whips all their asses. The security comes. He whips the security's ass. And then he grabs this girl and they walk out. They, they ran out like yeah. badasses. Oh, bro. But they fucked up six people, bro. I was like, yeah. holy shit. So first of all, you don't know who you're fighting. Second of all, fuck it. Let's say you are the bigger guy and you fuck somebody up. And they fall and they hit the back of their head. Yeah. And now they're in a fucking coma. You know, Absolutely. fucking, you're going to pay for consequences. Yeah. Fuck it. You get into a regular fight 
and and nobody gets really hurt, but the police come and guess what? Both of you go to jail. Yeah, it ain't even fucking worth Over it, man. Over some bullshit. It, it ain't. Fucking, now you're in like, a cell for no fucking for no reason. No fucking man. reason. You know that's the other thing with like DUIs and shit like that. Yeah. And shit, I've had a DUI. Fucking, I think I had two DUIs, bro. With Ubers and fucking. There's no reason. Phone calls and friends, like, bro. I if I know I'm having a drink, I I just Uber wherever I'm going. Yeah, bro. man. I mean, fuck. There's no excuse now. There's like, there's zero excuse. Back in the day, maybe. Fuck. Who's driving? All right. And then that person, like, you would have to count on that person to not to be the designated driver and not drink. You know how hard that shit is, like, to not fucking to go out. Oh, and, ten thousand dollars in fees. Spend the night in jail. Yeah. Bail. Courts. Lose your fucking. I lost my job, but then I got a great job because I lost that job. Yeah, yeah. You know that's how I it's got. It's crazy into, how that shit works out. Yeah, huh? that's that's how I got into Harley Davidson actually. Yeah, you man. Know? It's 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 crazy, bro. But I mean, yeah. All right. Well, let's end it real quick with a, a motorcycle. When are you gonna get your motorcycle, shit. and what are you gonna get, man? Because you were going Harley, 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 Harley. Then I fucked you up with the BMWs. You did fuck me up. Money's not an object. What motorcycle would you get today? Okay. So being a Harley guy, right? Like I love that lifestyle. I love the bikes. I love the whole. You know, I love the Dyna line. I love the soft tails. I love all of them. Right? Your fucking black beast is a beauty but the bmw kind of opened me up to like my roots which was basically like off-road and like you adventure know, motocross riding. growing up I, I rode a lot of like you know dirt so if i were to pick a bike it wouldn't be the fanciest bike i wouldn't go i, I would love a gs but i think i would go with the um i'm gonna fucking you put me in a weird spot right now because i forgot the name of it the ktms no the no, Ducatis? no 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 no, no. Hold on, let me look it up because this bike is a fucking beauty. Okay, think? here we go. It's it, uh, I didn't look it up, by the way. I remembered it. It's a Moto Guzzi, and it's their adventure bike. And I believe it's a 900cc, so it's not really huge. It doesn't have a, you know, it's not really like the most powerful bike. But aesthetically, this bike is fucking beautiful. It looks like a retro 1980s style. It looks like the original GS. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful. And yeah, I think I would go with something like that. What about the Pan America? I haven't seen it yet, like in person. Oh, you haven't seen it? Yeah, I do not. The price range is fucking amazing. I do not like the headlight. I think that for that price range, I think that'll grow on me really quick. The Pan American. How much is it? Starts at nineteen. Really? Yeah. Did it come out already or not yet? Uh, pre-orders. Did they keep the fucking weird headlight? Yep. Oh, like the Fat Bob kind of headlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I can't do it. Yeah, but you go with the company, you know, they'll fucking swap it out. That's yeah, that's the thing, deal. though. That's the but thing with Harley. 18, they... man, for a fucking full adventure I bike know. like that. It's I think it's to be like 140 fucking horsepower or some shit. Yeah, I, I, think that, I think they're coming out strong with that. Damn. That's a, it, it's beautiful. But yeah, the, the headlight is like, oh, fuck, man. I, I haven't seen it in person, so I can't fully say, but I like the side shots. Yeah, I love the Pan America. Uh, Pan American or Pan America? That's a good question. Pan American? Silence. Pan American? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. That bike is beautiful. The headlight, it's like the, it has the Fat Bob headlight, which I'm not a fan of. I wish they would have kept the OG Fat Bob headlights, the, the dual yeah, yeah. round ones. I, I'm then, not a fan of those either. No? And then put that on the Pan American. Or maybe like a road glide fairing. Yeah. That That's a beautiful bike. But I would go with the Moto Guzzi, I think. Yeah. Because it's like it's a city. You can ride it through the city. You can go off-roading with it. They've they've tested it through the Saharan Desert and they've done all that. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking. And it's been around. It's got a lot of history. And and and, and, and guess the fucking MSRP on it. 
14.9. It's $11,000, bro. Whoa. Yeah, and it's fucking beautiful. I'm telling you, it's beautiful. Okay, so that's the bike you're going to get? Yeah, I'm, gonna get, I'm going to get that bike once I, once I sell the soft tone. Fucking right on, man. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Cool, brother. I think we did uh we did a lot. The yeah, second man. round was just twenty minutes, and That's I think the first cool. one was over. This was over very hour. impromptu. It was like a last minute thing. We didn't plan. We didn't plan anything. We just pushed record. We were just talking yeah. about equipment. This is dope. Always good seeing you, bro. Yeah, man. All right, man. Later. Later.